welcome back to Hawaii Post. I'm your host, Tommy Stokes. In this episode, number 70 for the week starting Wednesday, January 10th, all the way till Tuesday, January 16th in this brand new year of 2024, we're going to talk about mostly sunny skies, the New Year's Eve firework review here in the islands. If you've never been in Hawaii for New Year's Eve, you've never seen anything like that. I have videos that I can show you or at least make you aware of so you can check out those links. Then we'll talk about the Hui Heinalu backdoor shootout. And do you know how many moons are in our solar system? I'll let you know in our night sky section. Also, we'll talk about Pluto, the planetary pariah. We'll have a seven day forecast for weather, surf, night sky, upcoming events and concerts. Also, seven world days to celebrate wherever you are. You don't have to be in Hawaii to celebrate a world day. So get ready for a great episode. Then I'll also update you about public works project that I've been bugging my local representatives about. And I'm real proud to say that the project is now underway and construction has finally started. I'll debut another song from my music project, Blue Day. It's called Walk and Chew Gum. And I'll be using more of my musical project, Blue Day tracks throughout the show in a continuing effort to make this a unique show with my own music as well. Thank you for choosing Hawaii Post to be part of your auditory landscape. Are you ready? All right, let's go. Hawaii. Hawaii? Oh, great sunsets. Only one a day, but they're working on it. Weather, surf, and night sky. Anila Nalu Amepolani. That's Hawaiian for weather, surf, and night sky. Our HIP weekly weather forecast for the week. January 10th to Tuesday, January 16th, 2024 includes this. This week will be mostly sunny with passing showers on Thursday, Friday, and next Monday. But you may have noticed I didn't say anything about Saturday and Sunday. That's because this weekend's going to be beautiful. Mostly sunny all day on Saturday and Sunday. Across the islands, winds will be about 10 to 15 miles an hour, shifting from southwest to northeast on Saturday, and then back up from the south starting this Sunday. This Sunday, the winds will be about 5 miles per hour, with light winds increasing to about 15 miles an hour by next Tuesday. So this weekend is going to be beautiful. Not a lot of wind, and the winds will be coming up from the south. That gives you those beautiful sunsets and tropical conditions. Temperatures will be averaging around 77 to 80 degrees throughout the week. The lowest high temperature will be on Friday, and that will be 72 degrees. And our warmest day will be on, on Monday, when it reaches 80 degrees. Our lows will be around 59 to 56 degrees. The lowest of the lows will be on Friday when it reaches 59 degrees. So this coming Friday, you're gonna have a high of 72 and a low of 59. A little chilly for the islands, but if you're coming in from the snow on the mainland, you're just gonna love this weather. This week, the sun will be rising around 7.11 a.m. and the sun will set at 6.08 p.m., which means you have just a little more than 11 hours of beautiful Hawaii sunlight to enjoy. Let's go check the surf. Our music for Surf Report will be from Salon Kingsdor. The song is Rainbow.
On the north shores of all these islands, the waves will be about five to seven feet today, dropping throughout the week, and then picking back up this weekend to about eight to 12, which means you're gonna have 16 to 24 foot faces this weekend. On the west side, it's three to five currently, and it's dropping, and then back up this weekend to six to eight feet, which means 12 to 16 foot faces. That's not too bad for the west side, and when the winds are coming in from the south, it should be pu- it should be pretty. And with the winds coming in from the south, southeast, that means you're going to have some nice offshore winds there on the west side. On the south shore, it's flat to a foot, which means one to two foot faces, and it's holding all week long. And don't forget, when the winds start coming up from the south, it's going to knock those little crispy peaks over and it'll get a little mushy on the south shore this weekend. But don't worry, the winds aren't going to be that strong from the south. should be beautiful, actually. Uh, On the east side, it's one to two and holding. And then this weekend, we're going to see a bump on the east side where it will reach four to six feet which means eight to 12 foot faces on the east side and the winds won't be coming in from the east so it could be really good conditions out there at Sandy's and Makapu'u. Currently there is a contest, it's the Hui's backdoor shootout. Their waiting period is open all the way until the 16th of this month. The event is taking place at Pipeline Here's a little snippet from surfer.com. Every year, the Hui backdoor shootout seems to be blessed with some of the best conditions of Hawaii's winter season. This year's event kicked off with a growling northwest swell and ideal southeast winds for the first three rounds of the competition. After completing the longboard, stand-up paddle surfing, and the body surfing rounds, the shortboard competition took place in some of the best moments of the swell. Some of the world's best surfers compete jersey-free in everyone's favorite local surf contest of the year. Unfortunately, at the moment, the forecast for the rest of the waiting period looks grim. I don't know about that. We're looking at a North Shore swell coming in, bringing possibly 16 to 24 foot faces. It really just depends on how the winds are and what direction that swell is. Hopefully it's good enough to have an epic finals for the backdoor shootout. Also the Hawaii Surf Association Surf Series is taking place over at Turtle Bay and they will be doing that on the 9th and the 10th and then wrapping it up on the 16th. And once again, that will be at Turtle Bay. There is public parking, but it's limited. And if you want to see the surf contest, get there early. It should be over on the west side of the resort. And that wraps up your surf report. Let's move on over to the night sky. Currently, the moon phase is waning. It's just about 2%. The new moon is on January 11th, and then it will be then it will begin waxing towards the next full moon, which is on January 25th. Moonrise today is early in the morning at 6.42 a.m. And then the moon will set tonight at 5.33 p.m., which is Wednesday evening. But next Tuesday, the moon will rise at 11.20 a.m. And then next Tuesday the moon will set at midnight so you will have a moon in the sky by the end of this weekend. 
Now, if you're interested in our planetary bodies out there in the night sky, I can tell you that Mercury will be rising at 5.30 a.m. in the eastern skies, Venus rises at 4.35 a.m. in the east, and Mars will be rising at 6.10 a.m. in the east. Jupiter sets at 1.54 a.m. in the western skies, which means you'll be able to see Jupiter all throughout the evening. Saturn will be setting at 9.20 p.m. in the western skies, and if you squint your eyes or you get your a nice telescope you'll be able to see Uranus which sets at 2:50 a.m. in the west hey how about some planetary notes or maybe some night sky astrological notes on January 11th the new moon will be 0.19% lit up making it vanishingly thin for a crescent moon be really hard to see but you're gonna be able to see it because even when it's a new moon you can see the dark body of the moon I have a link for moon phases so you can see the moon phase visualized. It's really cool motion graphic. It shows the moon circling around the earth and the phases of illumination along with the dates when those illuminations are going to occur. It gives you an idea how things work in relationship to our earth and the moon. I think it's a really cool graphic. So if you'd like to see that graphic, you go over to the show notes for episode 70 on hawaiipost.com and I'll have it in the show notes. Just look for the uh, moon phase calendar. All right, or actually it'll be called moon phase visualized. Speaking of moons, did you know that our solar system has 205 moons? The planet with the most moons is Saturn. It has 82 moons. Jupiter, coming in second, has 79 moons. Uranus has 27 moons. Neptune has 14 moons. Mars has two moons. And Earth only has one moon. But did you know that Venus and Mercury are moonless? Both planets are closest to the sun, but they don't have moons. Next time you're with your friends or at a party and there's that moment of silence, you're wondering, what can I say? Why don't you share with them this little fact by asking a question? Which planets in our solar system do not have a moon? And then see if anybody can answer it. The answer, as you just learned, is Mercury and Venus. They have no moon. Now, controversially, the planet Pluto is not necessarily considered a planet in our solar system. Of course Pluto's a planet, son. I learned that in the third grade. Well, yeah, but, you know, they changed it. Morty, nobody changed the planets. I, ju I just Googled it. Uh, Pluto's not a planet. They changed it in 2006. Yeah, I heard about that, Morty. And I disagree. You disagree? That's right. It's possible to disagree in science, Morty. Pluto was a planet. Some committee of fancy assholes disagree. I disagree back. Give me a ping-pong ball. Um, okay. I, I just have to... Go find Rick and go over my head about Pluto? Je no, jeez, I just gotta go to the bathroom. So, if we do include Pluto as a planet in our solar system, we would have a total of 210 moons. That's because Pluto has five moons to add to the 205 moons in our official solar system. I'm King Flippy Nips. Ruler of Pluto, we discovered you quite by accident during routine surveillance of your world. You really gave it to those guys at NASA. I was, you know, sometimes science is about conviction. I'd like to introduce you to a few people that very much agree with you. Oh, I... Plutonians! Jerry 
Smith is a scientist from Earth where he's creating a model of our solar system. Jerry, tell Pluto about your decision. <clears throat> um, Pluto's a planet. Pluto's a planet, bitch! Oh man, this is definitely gonna go to his head. Good morning, Pluto, and a very good morning it is for our guest, Earth scientist Jerry Smith, who's making headlines with his bold announcement that is what, Jerry? Pluto is a planet. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I that. love it. But unfortunately, NASA has determined that Pluto is not a planet. Pluto is a cold, cold celestial dwarf. It's a what? Huh? Oh, planet! <laughs> Pluto is a cold, cold planet! That's what I meant. <laughs> Knock him dead out there, you. <laughs> Pluto, Pluto is... <sighs> not a planet. It's not a planet! Hey! It's not a planet! I'm an idiot! I love my son! fact it's a dwarf planet and that wraps up your astrological notes something cool that you've learned in this show that you can share with your friends and sound like you're an expert when it comes to astronomy When I started my first podcast in 2005, I had a Power Mac with two screens. It was a machine. It was a monster machine spreading all across my desk. The monitors, they weren't that narrow. They were kind of thick. It was heavy. My desk would sag on one side. It was great for editing. That Power Mac eventually crashed in 2010. I bought a Mac Mini and it was not able to keep up with my complex edits when I was doing the surf session report. So it was one of the reasons, or one of the contributing reasons, for ending the Hawaii Surf Session Report. I just couldn't provide myself with enough processing power to do the complex edits, all the graphics and everything. The computer just kept on crashing. So that's when I kind of dialed back and started focusing on doing little animations for my four Buckeyes. In 2015, I bought another computer and it fell off my desk while I was recording Hawaii Posts in 2019. With the pandemic and the lockdown, my funds were limited. And my friend Tom, he gave me a 2015 iMac that he rebuilt. And that was so I could continue the show. Needless to say, I ran into technical issues as far as the performance of the computer. It was nice to have a free computer, but the processing speed was so slow that even just doing audio podcast, the bugger would freeze up and uh, I would end up having to put off doing the show or wait for the computer to reboot. It took a long time. And then I eventually decided just to put the show on hold. When I returned again in 2023, I bought a really nice MacBook. It could keep up with my editing. I used both the 2015 iMac and the MacBook to produce the shows from episode 40 all the way up to episode 69. And just before I left for my Christmas vacation, I went back home to see my family. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. My 2015 iMac crashed. 
See, I use the two computers to produce the show. One is for research and scripting, and I use the 2015 iMac computer to read from as a teleprompter during the recording of the show. Unfortunately, just before Christmas, my iMac 2015 crashed out and it no longer turns on. So I need to get it fixed or maybe I need to get another computer. And that's why I'm asking for your help. Please consider supporting Hawaii Post by any number of ways that I provide for you on hawaiipost.com. You can hear me flipping over my paper here. I, I'm using paper to do this here. You can go to hawaiipost.com and click on the contact and support link and there you will see a number of ways in which you can participate in programs that I'm doing and also uh, ways that you can support the show by donating. You can even contact me. I have my email listed there and that's why it's my contact and support page. Or you'll see another link underneath the word categories on the right side of the website at hawaiipost.com and you can click on the link that's called tip jar. There, you can make cash tips via PayPal, Cash App, which is dollar sign Tommy Stokes, T-O-M-E-S-T-O-K-E-S, or Venmo, which is at, the at sign, right, Tom33. So if you'd like to make a donation through Venmo, it's at Tom33. Cash App, it's dollar sign Tommy Stokes. And PayPal, it's TommyStokes at gmail.com. I also accept crypto tips through a pay string which accepts Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, and Kronos. In episode 69, I mentioned the Jesus coin. Had you invested in it around, 2000, or around December 22nd in 2023, you would see a 33% increase in the uh, Jesus coin, at least as of today when I'm recording this show. So if you did buy some Jesus coin, I have a link on my tip jar page where you can make a Jesus token tip too. All tips are greatly appreciated, be it crypto or cash. If you're a musician and wish to contribute songs or unique jingles to the show, you can contact me on the contact page, which is the contact and support page, and let me know what you got going on and I will not only thank you, but I'll also cross promote you, your band, your services, because you can contribute to this show in a number of ways. It doesn't have to be with money. You can send me items that I can put on the show. Jingles, songs, maybe even some comedy. Feel free to send it my way. And once again, I want to thank you very much for listening to the show. And thank you for supporting the show. Please consider making a donation so that I can buy another computer. It's that time again, it's Tom's Announcements. For this segment, we're gonna use a new song from my musical project, Blue Day. The song is Walk and Chew Gum. Over on Instagram, which is at Hawaii Post Podcast, I posted a story that compiles about seven different 
perspectives of the New Year's Eve fireworks here in the islands. If you've never been to Hawaii during the New Year's celebration, you've never seen anything like it. Fireworks are technically illegal here in the islands, but it doesn't stop virtually everybody from celebrating New Year's. It seems like almost every other house in your neighborhood has, you know, large aerial bombs and, and explosives and fireworks. So it makes it for an amazing celebration. And if you'd like to see what it looks like when the clock strikes 12 and it's New Year's here in the islands, stop by my Instagram page and click on the story that's the New Year's Eve fireworks. You'll be blown away. No pun intended. Over on my X account, which is formerly Twitter, you can find me at Tommy Stokes123. That's one word, T-O-M-E-S-T-O-K-E-S, -E -E and the numbers 123. In addition to uh, posting stories of shark attacks, rescues, and marine conservation, I started posting inspirational quotes that I would consider about the length of a fortune cookie fortune. It has themes of financial literacy and positive outlooks. What, what better fortunes could you get in a fortune cookie other than things that give you tips on how to save money, make money, and, you know, manage your money as well as manage your personal well-being by having a positive outlook. So if you'd like to see any of that on my Twitter account, or formerly known as Twitter, now X, you can check me out at TommyStokes123. Ho'okipa, hospitality, or to entertain. That's what Ho'okipa means in Hawaiian. And this brings us to our events calendar, starting off with concerts and comedy. On Wednesday, it's Groundation and The Mad King. They'll be at The Playground on Maui in Wailuku. And then, Groundation will be over on the Big Island in Hilo. Groundation will be playing with Drew Daniels at The Crown in Hilo on Thursday. On Friday, Sister Sledge will be playing at the Blue Note Hawaii, and that's in Waikiki at the Outrigger Hotel. It'll be on Friday and Saturday night. There are two shows each night. If you want to see Sister Sledge play, Sister Sledge will be at the Blue Note Hawaii. Also on Friday, Shipwreck will be playing at the HB Social Club. And on Saturday, Groundation will be playing another gig, but in Honolulu. It's at the HB Social Club. And looking forward to next Wednesday, the Four Tops will be in Hawaii. They'll be playing at the Blue Note. So if you wanna see the legendary Four Tops, put that in your calendar. I'm giving you a heads up ahead of time here. They'll be playing at the Blue Note Hawaii next Wednesday. I have a few local events coming up on a couple islands here. First is the 31st annual New Year's Ohana Festival from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's hosted in the heart of Mo'ili'ili, and that's here on the island of Oahu. It's on Saturday, January 13th. The New Year's Ohana Festival is a celebration of Hawaii's beloved local and Japanese New Year's traditions. This festival features food, cultural demonstrations, and entertainment for the entire family. You can find this at the Japanese Cultural Center of Hawaii, also known as the JCCH. 
It's a local nonprofit organization that preserves and educates the community about Japanese American experience in Hawaii. And once again, that will be the 31st annual New Year's Ohana Festival from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And that'll be in Mo'ili'ili at the JCCH. Also on Saturday, downtown Lihue, it's the second night Saturday night market. The second Saturday of every month on Kauai on Crest Street from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., they have a night market right there in the street. It's locally made crafts, gifts, food trucks, baked goods, live entertainment with music and hula and much more. With over 40 local vendors, they're sure that there's something everybody can enjoy. This event is free to attend. It's family friendly and it's outdoors. It's hosted by the Hawaii Tourism Authority and the Ala Coco Shop. If you're interested in more information and you would like to register as a vendor, you can go to www.downtownlihue.com. Lihue spelled L-I-H-U-E. That's www.downtownlihue.com. On Sunday, I have two musical festivals or events that you may be interested in. Opera Aloha. Opera Aloha is a true celebration of the power and beauty of opera where talent from the diverse backgrounds harmonizes to create unforgettable experience. That will be from 3 to 5 p.m. It will be on the Big Island in Waimea on Lindsay Road. So if you're interested in hearing some uh, unique stylings in opera, check out Opera Aloha from 3 to 5 p.m. Waimea, Big Island. And one more event that you may like to attend on Sunday is the Jazz Maui Presents, the weekly Sunset Jazz Concert Series. It's from 5 to 7 p.m. at the Maui Kuia Estate, which is also a chocolate factory. They're featuring world-class live jazz music and chocolate and beverage pairing. It's every Sunday. On Sunday, January 14th, this weekend, it's trumpet player Tadashi Thomas. He performs along with keyboardist Jeff Helmer and drummer Paul Marchetti. I think I pronounced that right. Paul, Paul Marchetti. And bassist Ian Sheridan. Sunset Jazz Concert attendees must be 21 years or older. And please bring a photo ID. And once again, this is at... The Jazz Maui Presents Weekly Sunset Jazz Concert Series from 5 to 7 p.m. It's at the Maui Kuia Estate Chocolate Factory. Pairing beverages and chocolate sounds like my kind of gig. I'm going to have to get over there for a Sunday and check out the Jazz Festival. And that wraps up our events calendar. And we'll move right along to our World Day Calendar. The Hawaii Post World Day Calendar gives you an opportunity to celebrate a world day no matter where you are all around the world. You don't have to be in Hawaii to celebrate these days. Let's start off with Wednesday. It's Clean Your Desk Day. <laughs> I look around my desk. I think I may have to observe that day and uh, clean my desk. Also, it's Milk Day. 
So maybe that's the day when you go to buy milk and it's going to be like 25 cents more because everybody's going to be out buying it in your local grocer. He's not going to miss this holiday. He's going to be like, it's milk day. I'm raising the prices 25%. On Thursday, it's Korean American Day. It's also curry chicken day on Thursday. Curry chicken is really popular in my house. I do a creamy coconut curry chicken. Someday I'll post that recipe for you. On Friday, it's gluten-free day. Saturday, it's dress up your pet day. And Sunday, it's logic day, hat day, snow day, bagel day, and strawberry ice cream day. I think that's something a lot of people could enjoy celebrating on Sunday. If you're not going to wear a fancy hat, maybe you'd like to make yourself a nice cold bowl of strawberry ice cream. And then Monday, it's Martin Luther King Day. It's also Civil Rights Day. And then it's also Nothing Day. Do you know what World Nothing Day is? It's an annual anti-holiday observed on January 16th of every year. True to its name, the purpose of this day is to do absolutely nothing, not even celebrate the holiday. It's pretty easy. You don't even have to celebrate the holiday because it's nothing day. It comes right after a period that's heavy with holidays and celebrations, so it aims to give you a break from all the hustle and bustle and celebrations. So why don't you consider celebrating Nothing Day by doing nothing on Nothing Day, which is next Monday. And then next Tuesday, one of my favorite historical figures, it's Ben Franklin Day. I have several books of wit and witticism from Ben Franklin, and I will have to pull out a book and read it on Ben Franklin Day. It's always entertaining to read Ben Franklin's wit and witticisms. There's something in there that strikes you and goes, wow, I didn't even think about that. That's because Ben Franklin, he was a witty guy with plenty of wisdom. And that wraps up your World Day calendar. Now for local news and my opinion, which in Hawaiian could easily be said as Nuho Kuloko or Manao. Manao is my opinion. So here's my opinion and a little bit of a, a editorial. In a few of the past episodes, I've talked about the lack of funding for public schools here in Hawaii. I've pointed out many schools lack athletic or safe athletic facilities. They lack theaters, auditoriums, all sorts of things that people over on the mainland and no matter where you are around the world, other municipalities take care of their kids so much better than Honolulu. I don't know why they don't include these things that are so necessary for a school. Just a simple auditorium. A lot of schools here in Hawaii don't have an auditorium. But my attention and my personal focus was because of my son. My son, he is a student at Kalani High School here on this island of Oahu. And Kalani High School, it was built in 1957. It has a practice football field, but no bleachers. The east end of the football field, the field goal is right up against an aged fence that surrounds a dilapidated tennis court. The practice football field where they do soccer and other events it's encircled by a cinder stone track that is as old as the school itself. I was appalled to learn 
that Kalani was one of six high schools in America to still have a Cinderstone track. They're not very safe. My son is on the track and field team as well as the cross country team. He was practicing hurdles and tripped over a hurdle causing him to hit the ground and he just went raking right across the Cinderstone track. It got into his palms and into his knees. Due to the nature of the injury and the jagged surface that tore up his knees, it took several weeks for him to heal. I called all three of my elected representatives and I wanted to talk to him about, you know, improving the facilities because they're so old and they're kind of dangerous. So I called all three of my elected representatives for this area, all those that represented the area in which the high school is. And only one of them returned my call. It was Mark Hashem. We spoke for almost an hour and a half. He explained the bureaucracies and the difficulties in acquiring the funds and also the unpredictable nature of the public bidding process to get contractors to do the work. I won't bore you with the details of public policy. But I will say that my opinion of Representative Hashem changed based on his kindness and clear explanation. I'm pleased to announce that the work has begun on the track and the football field at Kalani High School. Not because of me, but because of parents like me who push for change. I am sure that many generations and graduating classes before me also had parents that expressed their concerns and their desire for upgrading the facilities. I'm grateful that these upgrades are taking place during the time when my son is still at that school, so he's going to get to enjoy a brand new track. The football team will finally have a nice field to play on. Now they won't have to use uh, another school's football field for their home games. Same with the soccer team. There are three local representatives that are taking credit for the facility upgrades, but in my effort to discuss it with all three of them, only one of them replied. I will not name the other two who did not respond to my phone calls and my concerns, but I will give credit to Representative Hashem. He took the time to call me back. He addressed my concerns and offered explanations and gave me hope. With that, I would like to thank Representative Mark Hashem for spearheading the efforts to make the upgrades possible. Mahalo, Representative Hashem. You earned my vote. And I encourage everybody listening to get involved in your local politics. You can think globally, but it's really important to act locally because your voice counts. These representatives rely upon your vote and they don't want a bunch of people getting upset with them. So if you have a problem, contact your local representative. Of course, always try to act professional and kind. I can't say I'm perfect in that, but I do my best. <laughs> you can call your representative with a nice smile on your face and leave a friendly message and make sure that what your concern is, is being heard by the representative. And maybe you'll get results. So I want to thank Mark Hashem just one more time. Thank you very much for taking the time to call me and help me understand what's going on. And most importantly, thank you for all your efforts to improve the sports facilities at my son's high school. Mahalo.
it's time for our closer. Aloha Akea Pule Ae. In the background, you hear my rendition of Aloha Oe, performed by my in house musician, Luis Caldera. I want to encourage you to have fun this week. Do good. Be a positive force. Be alert. Paradise can lull you into a false sense of security. Remember, stay on the trail. Don't go bushwhacking. And if you're going to take a picture, stop walking. Because if you take a picture while you're walking, or you think you're going to take a cute selfie while you're walking, you might fall off these narrow trails. And then that means we need to have our firefighters and rescue teams risk their lives to save your life. And when you're on the beaches, remember, never turn your back on a sea. And when in doubt, don't go out. And that's why I want to give a big mahalo to our lifeguards, our first responders, our armed service members, and all of those who volunteer to make Hawaii a wonderful and safe place to live. Be kind and support the show. Swing by hawaiipost.com, click on the contact and support link, or you can click on the tip jar link, and you can make a donation to the show via PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, or even drop me some crypto. The links are on the page. I make it as easy as possible. I need to get a new computer so I can do this show, so please consider supporting the show. For show notes and links to all my socials, you can go to hawaiipost.com. Until next week, I bid you a fond farewell. Aloha. All right.